Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. If a tree falls in the forest and no one was there to see it fall, has the tree really fallen? It is a well-worn phrase and worth internalizing all the same because you can create the best product or service around and if people who will benefit most from it don't even know about it, well, that's not a story any entrepreneur wants to tell. I'm Melinda Woodstock, and today on Wings of Inspired Business, we meet an inspiring entrepreneur who scaled a coaching business from zero to 7.4 million in two years and recently hit eight figures. Krista Mayshore is a digital media, funnel, and Facebook advertising maven who mastered data-driven marketing to build Krista Mayshore Coaching, where she teaches everything she's mastered in digital marketing. Krista Mayshore has always been a teacher at heart, so she loves serving people, and she's turned her attention to sharing the secrets of her success to entrepreneurs, real estate agents, business owners, all across the nation. Through her coaching, teaching, speaking, and training, Krista is revolutionizing the way businesses and agents market themselves online. She offers an innovative step-by-step approach on how to gain a massive digital footprint. She also shares her tips on her podcast, Fired Up with Krista Mayshore, and in her latest book, The Ultimate Digital Marketing Playbook. Today, we talk about what it takes to grow your business from zero to $7.4 million in just 25 months and beyond that into the eight figures using online digital strategies and what it took for Krista to win four prestigious two comma club awards. Let's put on our wings with the inspiring Krista Mayshore. Krista, welcome to Wings. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Melinda. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I mean, anyone who grows a business from zero to nearly seven and a half million dollars in two years. I mean, that's, that's impressive growth. And so tell me, what was the secret of that fast growth? Um, first of all, you have to love what you're doing because, you know, it's definitely hard. But um, I think it has a lot to just do with the fact that I, I, util- I served before I sold, so to speak, and I utilized that doing video. And I made sure that I really spoke to the problems that my client avatar was having so that I could be the solution. But before ever asking them to do anything like download a lead magnet or collect their information, I just positioned positioned my content in front of them first to establish myself as that authority figure and to build trust. Right. And so how much time did you invest in that? So that's kind of the, okay, I'm just going to help you with something. I'm going to solve a problem and build trust. But what is the length of that uh, engagement? How much do you give before you say, and hey, by the way, uh, now you got to start paying me? <laughs> you know, usually around 30 days, but it kind of depends upon the behavior of them. So, for example, 
when when I when I put content out there, I always run ads behind it, and I really specialize in, in Facebook ads. And so you can tell when somebody watches an entire video. So if I can tell that an audience is watching what would they call through play an entire video on, let's just say, you know, digital marketing, they're probably interested in digital marketing. So I can continue to put content in front of them, you know, two or three more times. And if they're still interested in it, watching it, because I'm targeting, I'm continuing to target and to retarget people. And you know, they're probably pretty interested in digital marketing. And that's when you'll start saying, Hey, well now click here or download this, you know, this thing. And then eventually you'll have them give you their information. So many people just go straight to download my, my PDF or you know, here's this and they give, which means that the person on the other end has to give them their information. And that's really, really hard for a lot of people because they're being sold all the time. And people are afraid too, to click a lot of the times because there's so much spam and that type of thing. So, and you really want to make sure that anywhere you take someone that it looks very similar to the first place, right? So in other words, if you were using uh, a landing page or a video that was really bright and colorful, you wouldn't want to take them to another page that's black and white. You really want everything to look the same, um, even having the same outfit on and that type of thing so that they're safe clicking. Mm, that's really smart. So so quite a few gives of just giving content, giving, 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 and 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 you don't really start to even go for the, even the click into a free lead magnet until such time as you know that they're already engaging with you. So you're, you're really looking at the analytics, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's for a lot of marketers, you know, they, they don't look at the analytics. They don't see you know, what the numbers are saying and that kind of thing. And that really, really was helpful. Also understanding, you know, the preframe meaning. So there was a study done um, there was this book I read called Sway. And there was a study done at a university and basically they had, there was, there was two uh, groups of people in a, a classroom and they were, they, the professor was off. They were doing this study. The professor was gone. They had in a, uh, a substitute and they gave these students you know, 100 bios. So 50 of the students got a bio um, and they were all exactly the same. So everyone got the same bio, but 50% got something said that the professor was rather warm. The other 50% the bio said he was rather cold. Everything else was exactly the same, right? The accolades, the experience, you know, everything about these bios, except for rather cold and rather warm. Well, at the end of the um, training, at the end of the class, they gave them a survey asking how the, you know, how they liked the professor. And the ones that got the one that said he was rather cold said that he was pompous and arrogant and he wasn't a very good seller, tra you know, trainer, a teacher, and they were dissatisfied. And the ones that got the um, biography that said he was rather warm said he was just funny and very nice and, you know, eloquent and a great, great speaker, great trainer. And they were satisfied with, with the professor. So, and why this is so important is because we have to understand the preframe, like what we're giving people from one phase to the next as we're starting to move them up our customer acquisition or our customer acquisition phase is very, very different. So in other words, what I'm going to say to a cold audience, meaning audience that doesn't know me and an audience that doesn't know that they have a problem or they don't know there's a solution to the problem, or maybe even you can be, they, they can be helped, but they don't even realize they can be helped, right? They don't even realize that, that they have a problem and there is a solution. Those are the best type of cold leads to really help because they become like the, the, the most loyal customers. So what I'm going to say to a cold audience is very different than what I'm going to say to a warm audience, right? A cold audience is giving them information and targeting them with information that's going to solve a problem because I can't be a solution unless I'm solving a problem. And then 
making them aware of the problem or making them aware of the solution. The second phase is I move them up, right? The next phase is where they're a warmer audience. Here's where I'm going to educate them, add value, really serve them, and just continue to hone in on the solution to that problem or how we, how we can help them. And then lastly, they go to being a hot customer. A hot customer is somebody who knows they have a problem, knows they're a solution, and knows that you're the best answer to that solution because you've done so well, you know, warming them up and educating them. That's so, so smart. So when people come into this, they don't necessarily have all the inside skinny on the data. Like I think the data is really, really vital. So you have an intuition of what you want to go put out there. You have your expertise, you have your message, you, you've honed that down. Hopefully you know exactly who your core target customer is, like your, your avatar. So a lot of people get that piece right, a lot don't. But for those that do, the last piece of it is actually watching the data, like actually understanding that. Why do you think so many people fail at that? Is it just that they are intimidated by it in some way or just don't even know to do it or don't know how to do it? (laughs) But I find that people talk about data all the time being so valuable, but then don't actually use it to make it actionable. I think it can get overwhelming. Honestly, I think it's, you know, what's that saying, jack of all trades, master of none. It's Mm -hmm. really hard for people sometimes. I mean, especially when you're just starting out, you have to really, you know, you have to create all your content and get your stuff together. And then you have to really, really understand who your, who your client avatar is. You've got to build your lead magnets and build your funnels and, and do all these things. And then it's like, you're just exhausted, right? So now when, when you're launching, if people are clicking, you're happy, but I'll give you a great example. So I just, um, just did a, a three day live event. And we did really, really well on that, on that live event, but and it, we only marketed to it for about 10 days. But after the event, we analyzed the, the funnel and we were like, wow. So only 12% of the people that landed on this page actually went all the way through and gave us their information. And it's really, really sad that we didn't catch it during it because we, we're going to do over $600,000 from a, from a you know, virtual online event. Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't want to miss out on our intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily trainings so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're going to give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go. What are you waiting for? Register now. Can't wait to see you there. And let's transform your business. And we probably would have made closer to a million had I caught that the, the landing page was converting. They were giving us their information, right? They were actually putting it in. But then the next phase where they had to join the Facebook group and start to get the, you know, what else to do? It only half of those people were actually giving us the information, right? Mm. Realized that, oh man, there was a problem there. So yesterday I, was like, I, I identified that, we were looking at it and I was like, you know what, I didn't convert because this looks like a PDF. There's no direct, you know, buttons. Step one, click here, click this link. This link takes you to directly to the Facebook group, right? Step two, it just didn't have that. So we lost a lot of people. So the hardest thing is actually getting them to give you their, their email address and so, you know, I think we sold 696 and then we ended up only having 344 actually end up where we wanted them to. So we lost so many people. So we probably, had I had caught that, you know, we would have, we would have doubled our sales. And sometimes when you just have so much going on, it's difficult to do. Now I know in my checklist to make sure that when we're running 
you know, an ad for two weeks and it's, you know, we know how lucrative it can be and how many people we can help, right? Because we really want to make an impact in the world that we could have helped a lot more people had we caught that earlier on. So now it's just a matter of, you know, talking to my team about it. And we met yesterday and, and analyzing it. So, you know, you make mistakes along the way. I've only been doing this for three years. And you make mistakes. I make plenty more than just that. So he's got to keep on. Yeah, absolutely. So it's an iterative process and it's kind of learning with each each step along the way. So I'm curious about your team. What's the composition of your team? How, how many people do you have supporting you? And, and, and how does all that work? I have got uh, two people that are on the, in the marketing department. All right. And um, they are they are located here in the United States. And then I have about five people in the Philippines that actually um, assist them. I'd never, ever had had anybody in the Philippines before. But when, when COVID hit, we were at like a six-week burn rate with our company. We didn't realize it, where we were at. And so I kind of panicked. And so we made a couple of changes and we hired, um, we really took some people that we had in the, in the Philippines and we just kind of expanded upon that. So I've got about five people in the Philippines. And then here, here locally with me, I have like a director, she's like a COO. That's just my right-hand person. She's just one of my best friends since we were, we were uh, seven, as a matter of fact. 